0: Welcome in. Happy Monday. A little Nicole Ray to get us started. Make it hot, because that's what I do. You are locked in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. This is the show where we talk all the trending topics across entertainment, sports, lifestyle, and culture. I, of course, am your host, Jill Monroe. And I definitely need to make it hot tonight, seeing as they said that this is supposed to be the coldest night of the year in Southern California. Yo, we're only eight days into the year. <laughs> Can we talk about that? Um, It's supposed to be like 41 degrees or something like that overnight. Hello, I live in LA. <laughs> That's inappropriate. That doesn't work for me. They must have us confused. Global warming, real. Definitely a thing. And, um, you know... Stay tapped in to KBLA Talk 1580 because we got something for you in relation to that. Because, listen, if you don't believe in it and you're in L.A. right now, step outside. You already know. You know. At any rate, let me give you a rundown of what we are going to get into because, absolutely, we have some things to discuss this evening. First up, um, have you guys seen it? Have you checked it out? If you haven't. We're going to give you some of the highlights. Jonathan Majors has done his first interview since the guilty verdict was handed down. And, you know, interestingly enough, there is only one thing that Jonathan took responsibility for in this whole ordeal. So we're going to get into that and a bit more. We're also in the second hour. We're going to talk about. Oprah Winfrey, she yesterday at the Golden Globes, the 81st annual Golden Globes, and we're going to get into the Golden Globes. I actually was in attendance. I covered the red carpet. So we'll talk about that. But Oprah cleared up the rumors about the alleged beef with her and Taraji. So we're going to talk about that. And we're also in the third hour. Listen, the responses keep rolling out. It is. Almost, it hasn't even been a week yet since that Cat Williams interview dropped. Last I checked, it was at over 35 million views, and everybody in their mama, including me, has responded to the interview. Well, Cedric the Entertainer, he was at the Golden Globes yesterday too, and he said he's standing on business as far as his comments about the interview and Steve Harvey also gave an update and a couple of more people really a lot of people so we're going to get into all of that plus I have a Nia Long child support update we also are going to talk a little bit about Kanye and dog what does he have his wife walking around in what we're going to talk about that and um, we have some news about 21 Savage and Prince Before we get into all of that, of course, you know, we like to start the evening with a few conversation starters. These are topics that we don't really have the time to get into the full story, but we're going to talk a little bit about it. So like I told you last night, I attended the 81st annual Golden Globe Awards. It was cold out there, too. Um, Well, wait, before we get into that, first of all, are you following us on all social media? kbla 1580 hit us up because you know there's always things happening there follow me personally at stiletto jill and this is important if you want to check out my outfit my ensemble my look from the golden globes i did put a reel up with some behind the scenes footage and y'all i got to talk to mr lenny kravitz on the carpet so after all of the hoopla all of the conversation about Lenny and black media and his place in in it and the connections to it, I will tell you that his publicist, Lenny didn't talk to many people yesterday. I can tell you that. His publicist did come, write to me and ask me, hey, are you interested in talking with Lenny? You know, he's nominated. He has a song tonight. And I said, absolutely. And she's like, I'll bring him right to you. He'll be here at three o'clock. I'll bring him right over to you. And sure is her word. And let me tell you, a uh, a publicist word on a red carpet is gold for you because especially for an event like this, it's hard to pull people and get them to talk to you. There are hundreds of outlets there. The carpet is long. It wraps completely around. And there's so many different outlets. People there, you know, wanting to partake in the activities and have conversations. So she swept Lenny past a bunch of people and brought him right over to me. And I had a great interview with him. But... Which we're going to play the interview later this week. And I also talked with Coleman Domingo and I'll give you more interviews about the detail. Actually, what I said the butt about I'll get into that later when I play the interview for you, Andy.
1: Real quick, uh, you know, I know you've worked on several red carpets. So is it kind of like a like a free for all low key, like, you know, the artist or whoever the actor comes out and, you know, for everybody who's there as media? Is it just like, hey,
0: hey, uh, Jonathan Majors, come talk to me. Come talk to me. And- kind of. Okay. So what it is, and I, so... In my former life, I've been a publicist and I did, you know, red carpets artists. A lot of times, what they base it as, they're gonna hit the major outlets first. We've talked a lot about, you know, on this show, on other shows, in the media, about what happens on red carpets. They're gonna hit those major outlets. I guess they feel like there's more bang for their buck. They might be more familiar with them. And then it becomes a shell game of how much time they have, who's at what time, if they're gonna wait. Do you have a relationship with the publicist or the person? to get them to come over to you all those things play a role in it so we'll get into more about the golden globes on the other side you are locked in to rsvp with joel monroe here on kbla talk 1580 you are locked in to rsvp with joel monroe here on kbla talk 1580 so just a couple of little more bits from the golden globes um listen There's some conversation in the chat asking why Dave Chappelle didn't win. I'm not sure. I didn't realize he was nominated. There's a lot of categories, though. Um, If he was, what I can tell you about the voting block for the Golden Globes is that it is voted on by 300 journalists from around the world. They're called the Hollywood Foreign Press. And so sometimes that means that they've made a well let me back up they were accused of being racist there weren't many black members i think maybe two for like a very long time so they have reconfigured their voting block and tried to be more diverse across the board i don't know if you remember one year there was a call for a boycott of the golden globes and they went away for a minute so they just i think came back last year and um you know It's a process, so sometimes people are going to walk away unhappy. Some people might be happier because movies like Barbie didn't crash in. There were other award ceremonies also that took place over the weekend. There was the Creative Arts Emmy Awards ceremony. We're going to get into some winners from that. And there was the Hollywood Creative Alliance, which is another critics association. They had their film awards Saturday night and their TV awards awards excuse me are tonight i'm a member of that as well shout out to them and um you know it was a great evening there's of course some gossip attached to it the cameras were set up as i said they're trying to reconfigure the event so there were cameras inside that as you went to commercial were showing, like, crowd shots so you could see some of the things happening. And there was some conversation about... They showed Kylie Jenner and her boyfriend, Timothy Chalet. I'm probably mispronouncing his name, so we're going to move on from that. But he plays the lead in the remake of Willy Wonka that was just released. And there was a shot of Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez warning, teeny bumper gossip, but you may want to know. Your kids might. Um, Where people are alleging that after trying to read their lips that... Because Selena obviously walked over with some tea to Taylor, but she forgot to do the thing, you know, that the athletes always do, the basketball players, you always see them covering their mouths when they're talking because they know the cameras are around. She forgot to do that. So what they're saying... As far as lip reading, allegedly Selena's come out and denied this, by the way. But this is what they're saying. And you can look at the video and take a look for yourself. She says that I asked for a picture with him, him being Timothy, and she being Kylie Jenner, said no. And then Taylor's friend says with Timothy and Selena nods and Taylor grass. So that may or may not have gone down. Selena says no. By the way, um, I should let you know that Storm Reed won an Emmy for her guest appearance in, for best, excuse me, for her guest appearance. And she won the Emmy for The Last of Us for a guest actress in a drama series. Also, Kiki Palmer, Kiki Palmer, baby, she won an Emmy for Outstanding Host for a Game Show, and that's for Password. It is the first time that a black woman has won the award, and the first time that a woman has, I think, won the award as well, or at least even been, a woman has been nominated, I guess, in the last 15 years, but I know for sure it's the first black woman, so shout-out to Kiki. Breaking down barriers. And being a mom and all of that. Also, Jasmine Guy won her first Emmy for Outstanding Actress in a short form comedy or drama for the series The Chronicles of Jessica Wu. And if you are a fan of Hulu's The Bear, Ayo Edebiri. She won an award for Best Supporting Actress in a Comedy or Drama. So shout out to all of them. Let me get to some of these chats in the comment because, as always, the YouTube chat is lit. If you want the visual experience to go along with this audio experience, log in to YouTube. And, of course, if at any point tonight you would like to join the conversation, hit us up, 800-920-1580. We like that. We love to hear your commentary. Tony Yayo in the chat wants to know about Jonathan Majors. Have the studios canceled magazine Dream Shed? And the answer is it has been shelved indefinitely. So that means there's no release date yet. It was an independent film that was picked up. And right now, we don't know if it'll ever see the light of day. It received a lot, a lot of buzz when it premiered, I think, It was at one of the film festivals last year. I can't remember if it was Sundance or the Venice Film Festival. One of those received a lot of attention. But unfortunately, we don't know if it'll ever see the light of day. We'll talk about that when we get into it. Um, Terry Terry says Jonathan Majors might get his job back if he puts on a dress and bra. Right, Jill? Listen. I'm going to ask you to look at the number of people that have been successful that hasn't done that and just think about that. I know that is a popular thing. They want to put a dress on you, but I also ask you about the idea of comedy and the people that think that imitating a woman is funny, you know, and that's all you kind of got to do. I don't know personal opinions they're all out there but I do not necessarily think that that is the key to your success you know what I'm saying I mean did he did what he did doing people dirty did he put on a dress I don't know allegedly so there you go um and shout out to Tony Yayo that says Whitley won an Emmy different world she sure did her first one so we are extremely proud of jasmine guy because obviously i don't know about y'all i've been watching jasmine guy since she was an extra on fame doing that spread eagle jump at the end of the sequence on the opening title thing you know her and michael Delorenzo. that um what was this character michael's name on new york undercover anyway i can't remember okay so just a couple of more things and then we're going to get into jonathan major so fans of purple rain are you guys ready for a stage adaptation of it i'm gonna be honest i don't know how i feel about this and i honestly think that if prince was still alive he would be opposed to this as well however there will be an adaptation of purple rain that is set to hit broadway there's no release date yet right um it will feature a score by a Pulitzer Prize finalist. His name is Brandon Jacob Jenkins. And he currently has a play on Broadway called Appropriate. And it will be directed by Liliana Blaine Cruz, who recently directed Skin of Our Teeth, which is also on Broadway. So, um, you know, are you guys going to show up to see Purple Rain, the musical? hmm We'll have to see. And I love Prince. Prince is like my favorite. Also, um, we're going to get into, and I'll save this for later, but um, there's also a 21 Savage film coming. And I'll just leave that at that. And we're going to get into the details of that. Because that, that is unintentional comedy. Side note to Tony Yeo in the chat. Absolutely. Prince's estate approved that. Prince's estate has technically probably been approving a lot of things that, you know, the purple bad one would not have agreed with. But that's what happens when you pass away. Maybe your wishes will get upheld. Maybe, you know, people will do what's best for the money. So that's what's going down. Um, We'll see. Maybe it'll be amazing, you know. I mean, Michael Jackson has a musical, and it's fantastic. Also, side note, in sports, John Morant out for the season. He is undergoing a season injury surgery for a labrium tear in his shoulder, right? I don't know. You know the internets. You guys are mean. And, of course, I saw a tweet on X that said, you know, maybe this is karma for him throwing up his guns in his first game back. I'm not going to say all that. I'm just going to say best wishes to Ja. The league will certainly miss him this season. But, well, you know, well, it did say season ending. So, you know, 2025, Ja. 2025. We'll see what you got for us. All right. Listen, Jonathan Majors, we, (laughs) I kind of don't know what to say. Like, here's the thing. People are like, shouldn't he have done this interview before? Not necessarily. He might have incriminated himself. Clearly, it seemed to be that he and his defense lawyers had a plan. Now, whether that plan was a great one, (laughs) whether that plan should have been maybe executed differently, we'll never know because we are here now. But he did an interview which aired this morning on Good Morning America with ABC News anchor Lindsay Davis. And he discussed being shocked and afraid after hearing the verdict, right? He said that, you know, he didn't understand how it happened based on the evidence that um, he didn't see how it was possible. He said he did nothing wrong. Um, He said he absolutely did not cause the fracture to her finger or his bruising. He he said he doesn't know. He's unsure how it happened, and he wished that he knew, but he does not, unfortunately. Now, having said all that, I'm going to skip over some of that. I'm going to tell you what he did take responsibility for and i find it interesting maybe not wrong but i just wonder do you think whoever was helping him put together um his you know statement that maybe just maybe they were checking out what some of the internet was saying and trying to tap into how he can get at least some of his audience back and maybe that'll you know put him back in the good graces of Hollywood I don't know but let's listen to what he had to say about what he is saying he did do wrong and under the circumstances do you feel you're not responsible for her injuries at all
2: I shouldn't have been in the car I shouldn't have stepped out of the relationship I shouldn't have been in the relationship if I'm not in the car none of this is happening if I leave the relationship none of this is happening if I'm man enough or brave enough to say I want to see somebody else or I'm I'm done now I'm not in that car we're not here I'm responsible for those things
0: but none of her injuries
2: I can't say that none of her
0: injuries so <laughs> I find it interesting. One, I will say taking responsibility for cheating and stepping outside your relationship and saying if you had just left, that's responsible. I, you know, I agree with that. I, as far as if he believes he is innocent, I, you know, at this point, I, I wonder if maybe he should have waited. Maybe that's the point until after he was sentenced To make these statements because, you know, doesn't the judge want to hear that you have some type of um, maybe that's only for parole and probation. I don't know because, you know, I don't deal in personal legal things like that. So I'm not really sure how the thing goes, but I don't know if maybe he should have waited till after sentencing. I don't know if they will look at his statements as arrogance and maybe that will influence If he gets time, he could potentially serve up to a year in jail behind this. So um, I don't know, but um, him saying, you know, things like, you know, a black man chasing a white woman down the street. And I knew that she, you know, was erratic. Two years is a long... And I get it. You get no relationships. You hope that someone will change. You want to work with them, whatever, whatever. But if you are really... Seeing yourself on this path as to helping your people, right? I'm not going to get into your personal choice on whether or not you can help your people, you know, with a white woman as a maid. I, I'm not going to get into that because there have been a lot of great men, great situate men and women, you know, who stand with black people that maybe have a different choice of a maid. It is an interesting conversation. One that we can have at another time. I'm not ready to tackle that beast tonight. But I do find it interesting that he is throwing up these type of, you know, things that when black women say them, they are called bitter or, you know, the conversation as such. I I just find it an interesting position to take now. Um, You know, a lot of people agree with him, though. You know, a lot of people, as I said, had been saying that on the Internet. So that's why I wonder, was he tapping in? Was he taking a look like, how can I best position myself to get the people behind me so that there's a reason or I can regain some semblance of my career? You know, we'll have to see. Listen, when we come forward, we're also going to get into his comments about Megan Good, the new love of his life. Megan was there at the interview looking beautiful as always and very concerned about the situation that her man finds himself in and him feeling hurt and not understanding but um we'll get into that in some of the comments and um that 21 savage movie i really want to tell you about that all of that more on the other side you were locked in Oh, no. Wait, I got a few more seconds. So let me tell you something else about Jonathan that I also observed. Um, He did try and explain his Coretta Scott King and Michelle Obama comments. And listen, we got them. We got what he meant when he said. And I know a lot of people are taking the stance. How can you ask a white woman to be like a black woman? Listen, it's, he's talking about the traits, and we know that, and those can go across rates. I'm not going to be petty like that. I understand now. We can talk about whether or not, at this level, he's a Martin Luther King. But aspiring to be so isn't a bad thing. But we'll get into all of that on the other side, like I said, and his comments about making Good. All of that and more, you're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe on KBLA Talk 1580. <laughs> You know, I'm going to love my hoochie hoop. Welcome back into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. I like that song. I like Bruno Mars. I know y'all trying to call him an appropriator at times. I rock with Bruno Mars, and he is great as far as live performances go. So, I don't know. Sometimes I think you guys take stuff too far. I understand the protection, but let him rock out. And here's,
1: and here's the thing. He's always paid homage, though. Facts. He's never, like, disrespected. He's like, these are the people who did These are my influences, and shout-out to them.
0: And employs a lot of black artists um, as far as in his band and things like that. So, you know, shout-out to Bruno Mars. I think he has a—doesn't he have another run coming back in Vegas? Listen, Vegas residencies want to take all my money, all the coins, and, you know, I want him to, too. Let's get to the chat, though, because they are bubbling. Ben Frank says, Kang has definitely been conquered. <laughs> Terry Terry says, maybe John should just apologize. Um, forensic accountant says, of course he knew. Knew what? Which part were we on at that part, forensic accountant? Knew that he had a chaotic situation with his then girlfriend grace and that he should have got up out of there you know we'll see um ben frank also says he'll get probation for a misdemeanor probably i mean realistically that's what we expect but however the char the um yeah the crimes because they are crimes at this point he's been convicted um You know, up to a year in jail. So that is on the table. But probably not. Forensic accountant says that Jonathan will relapse. And Ben Frank says that he was set up. You know, the situation was complicated. And he did bring up the fact that he tried to run away. And he said that if it was a black man chasing a white woman down the street, he might have got shot. He's not necessarily wrong per se, but hey, you knew, as you said, all of these things were possible and you still continued on. I'm not talking about him getting in the relationship. I'm talking about at whatever point the relationship turned toxic, he still continued in it, you know, and we all sometimes have to grow through stuff, give people the opportunity to fix and change, but those are the choices we made. And like he said, now he's living with it. He just would have got out the relationship. Andy?
1: Not trying to defend uh, Jonathan Majors or anything like that, but <clears throat> it just got me thinking, like, I've said this before several times, you know, when it comes to dating. I just feel like sometimes uh, men, generally speaking, um, we can't uh, express anger a lot of the times when it comes to, you know, our significant other if they happen to be uh, a woman or whatnot. And I think it's a little bit unfair. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if I'm upset with my partner and, you know, I'm yelling, not that I want to yell, but, you know, I'm human, right? I'm upset about something, but yet, you know, it'll be seen as if, like, hey, you know, you're raising your voice a little bit too loud. But, you know, if it was the other way around, you know, it's, it's as if, like, the man has to sit there and just take it.
0: I, I You know, and I definitely understand that feeling because, you know, it In some ways, it is unfair, right? But I also think that comes with communication and the person that you're with and being able to learning how to express your anger, your frustration, and them understanding, you know, your triggers and and your balance and your things like that. And like, if I knock a candle off the table, that doesn't mean I'm going to knock you in the head. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't mean that. But again, perhaps that is the lesson that he learned. You know, some people, you know, people always say you get your um your black people wake up card. I'm using a different word than others may choose to use. Right. But maybe he. Ascertained after being in this relationship that you know when I'm expressing myself, she doesn't understand, and 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 you know that can misunderstandings can lead to heightened situations as well. It's hard to say. Um, Tony Yayo says, "Dude is the next Isaiah Washington or Nate Parker will fade from public view." I think that that is an interesting, you know, and understandably valid position to take because both Isaiah and Nate are still around and still work, but some people are adamant about not wanting to be involved with them. Or, I mean, with, and obviously each one of these three situations are three different total scenarios. And the only thing that you can compare realistically is that they are black men who were um, at the time on the cusp of or at, you know, um, a great moment in their career and some past decisions ended up impacting them in a way, but all vastly different scenarios. So we will have to see. Ben Frank said majors is unfortunately minor now in Hollywood. It's crazy. Adam Milan is just enjoying the conversation and laughing. I, you know, it, again, It's complicated. It is because I guess with contrition, right, if you apologize in theory, maybe people can move on. But if you don't feel that you're wrong or that you haven't been allowed to present your side of the story in the way that you feel is true and right, then you could be a little frustrated it's going to be interesting to watch. You know, we don't know if he'll do any more interviews or if he will pop up anywhere, what kind of the path will be. But we do know also that Megan frequently produces and directs her own projects. Maybe they'll do something together. Speaking of Megan. Right. Um, Let's hear what he had to say about Megan in the interview
2: at bay and make sure it's not there anymore
0: through it all major's new girlfriend actress megan good has remained by his side even present for our interview how would you describe your relationship
2: she's an angel she's held me down like i, think I like a corella, you know i'm so blessed to have her you know the relationship is Still fresh, but you know, I think I, I found her.
0: So, Jonathan, I, I think you should retire the Coretta line. That must have made somebody swoon at some point. I, I guarantee you, he has used that line before. <laughs> Maybe not, but for him to keep alluding to it, it must have worked somewhere, somehow, some kind of way. We, we, you know, we'll see. But um, I will leave that little comment alone. I know people are looking at Megan sideways, but he. Here's the other thing: we don't know when they started dating. We don't know when they connected. We also don't know who the woman was that sent the text that started off this whole, you know, lineup of events. Not that we need to know. It's not necessarily our business, but, you know, that relationship came together very quickly. Mm-mm. Just saying. At any rate, when we come forward, we're going to have more trending topics and headlines. We're going to get into this 21 Savage movie. Um Listen, what I can tell you about this is, if you have time, go take a gander at my Twitter. That'll give you a little hint about the funnies that I have. All of that and more on the other side. You're locked into RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580.
2: Now back to more captivating conversation on RSVP with Jill Monroe. Jill Monroe. Monroe.
0: Welcome back in to RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. So remember, if you want to join in the conversation, 800-920-1580. So before we move off of this Jonathan Majors story, just two more things that I want to follow up with you with. One being that Grace Jabari, that's his ex-girlfriend, her attorney Brittany Henderson Gave a statement to his good morning, gave a statement regarding his Good Morning America interview. And what she said was his denigration of our jury system is not dissimilar from the above the law attitude that he has maintained throughout this legal process. The timing of these new statements demonstrates a clear lack of remorse for the actions for which he was found guilty and should make the sentencing decisions fairly easy for the court. And that's kind of what I was talking about when I said timing wise, I don't know if he should have done this before he'd been sentenced because obviously Grace's attorney, you know, they seem to be pushing for more. I wonder if a civil suit will follow since the two have broken up. And if she claims, you know, that it's been hard for her to find work or emotional distress or anything along those lines. And it might be easier to get a win in a civil suit because she also has a guilty verdict to go along with that. We will have to see. As far as his acting career, he was asked if he thought he would work in Hollywood again, if he deserves a second chance. And he says, I think I do. I pray I do. If it's God's plan and God's timing, I think I do. And I hope other people think that. So we will see, we will see what happens, what develops. Okay, now, 21 Savage, we know that it was discovered a few years back that he actually was not born here in America, that he was born in the UK, and he's not an American citizen, although he spent a good majority of his life growing up out there in Georgia. Well. Listen, there is a film being made by Donald Glover. It's being presented by Lionsgate. It's called American Dream The 21 Savage Story, and it's a biopic. And it stars Caleb McLaughlin. You know him from Stranger Things. He was little Ricky Bell in the New Edition series. Um, He's actually in the Book of Clarence, which is a new film that is coming out on the 12th. And I'll give you a review of that. I went to the premiere on Friday. We'll talk a little bit about that. And um, Donald Glover is playing 21 Savage as an adult. Here's the crazy thing about this to me. Before we even get into... You got to check out the trailer. There's new music coming from 21 Savage, naturally, with this. But, what, Donald, you are older than what 21 is right now. People can play younger. But, what? Like, listen, you have got to, got to, got to check out the photos. Like, it's crazy. I, I, I just, I cannot even tell you i don't know what to think i don't so here's the thing right it is basically the story of you know his incarceration by the u.s immigration and customs ice basically um enforcement and that was in 2019 when that happened and he was arrested and then i guess he i can't he was held for several weeks and they threatened him with deportation but you know a free 21 campaign led to his release and the ability to remain in the country and then it came out that he was married and that helped him to work towards getting his status. And we know that he has recently got it because he was on the It's All a Blur" tour this summer with Drake. And he got to do his first international show in Canada. And we know that Canada is notorious for saying, nope, can't come here. Nope, can't come in here if all your paperwork isn't right, if you haven't been a good citizen. So check out the t- um, the teaser. <laughs> right oh, the disrespect the disrespect hey the disrespect is high with the the images from this one i don't know what to say certainly could be a compelling story but i really 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 don't know what to say so check out the trailer i retweeted it on my um twitter page So I mentioned Friday night, I went to the premiere of The Book of Clarence, which is a new film that was written, directed by Jameis Samuels. He is the same individual that put out The Harder They Fall, which was the Western that had Jonathan Majors, Idris Elba, Regina King, uh, Dion Cole, a bunch of other people. It was really entertaining. So this time, this is his next film, also executive produced by Jay-Z. And Jay-Z was at the premiere. He came and spoke. He um, James talked about how Jay knows a guy for everything. You know, if he said, hey, I want to, you know, put this scene in the film, but I need a rocket ship and for it to circulate the earth three times or whatever, he said Jay would be like, yeah, I know a guy. Just call da-da-da-da-da-da-da. So I will say that it is an interesting film. Some people feel, because the Book of Clarence, you can just infer from that that there is a biblical aspect to it. Tiana Taylor also stars in it. Well, I didn't tell you stars in it. Lakeith Stanfield stars. He's Clarence. Um, Caleb McLaughlin is actually in this as well. I said Tiana Taylor. Um, who else? Why am I blanking on the cast? Um You know, we'll talk about it later this week, but um, it was certainly interesting. And if you like music and you're a fan of D'Angelo, there's a new D'Angelo cut that will be featured on the soundtrack. It's actually Jay-Z and D'Angelo, and it is a nine-minute song. So get into it. Get ready. Um, The film drops Thursday. And like I said, we'll get more into that later in the week. Okay, also for you NFL fans, the NFL and NBC are feeling the heat. And the reason why is that they have put an AFC playoff game exclusively on NBC's streaming service Peacock. It is the first time that an NFL playoff game will be so won't be available on national broadcast television. So here's the thing. The game will be aired on NBC in the two local markets. It's the game between the Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I don't know. How do you feel about that? I mean, paywalls are definitely becoming a thing. But we all griped and complained when Monday Night Football left ABC and... And went to ESPN and the complaints were, well, not everybody has cable and we should be able to see it. And then people adapted. So I, with Amazon buying into the Thursday night rights and making a play to get more into the NBA, along with Apple, this could be something that we're seeing a lot more of. You know, NBC took a lot of heat last summer or not last summer. when was that? Two summers ago with the was it last last winter maybe with the winter olympics when they put certain events strictly on peacock so i think this is a thing of the future and we got to get into it andy
1: have the has the viewership pretty much stayed the same or has it increased decreased
0: well this is going to be for the nfl this is going to be the first because the dolphins and the chiefs play this weekend right coming up yes yeah so this is going to be the first time we'll have to see don't know if they'll release numbers per se if they're good i'm sure they will
1: well like with monday night football though like,
0: oh you mean from yeah. the move from abc to esp yes. it's been so long it's been over i think 20 years since that happened
1: since it's been on espn
0: when it moved there like it's been when did it when did it move this there this
1: is probably a couple years
0: i think it's been no it's been much longer than that um, I mean,
1: I know they're what, like affiliates.
0: Yeah. It. Um, I don't, cause there was complaints. Two, yeah, two thousand and six. Yeah, <laughs> so eighteen years. I was close. Yeah, so from nineteen seventy to two thousand five, it was on ABC. Monday Night Football was a thing, and then it returned. It just recently. Returned a couple of games to ABC on certain nights. They will broadcast a game. But that just started um, in 2020. So before the pandemic listen when we come forward we are going to get into oprah's comments about not having the beef vivica fox had something to add to this conversation about money and black women and danielle brooks shared a story about how taraji saved the day on set plus we got a lot more trending topics and headlines for you stay locked in um listen You love it, right? Of course you do. RSVP with Jill Monroe here on KBLA Talk 1580. News and sports on the other side.